It is a well-worn metaphor used to describe the, the lifetime of a person. Paul is preparing for winter. In his prison cell in Mamertine, he is accompanied only by the physician, Luke, who is likely recording Paul's final thoughts for his letter to Timothy in Ephesus. In 2 Timothy chapter 4, beginning in verse 9, Make every effort to come to me soon. Winter is approaching. And the apostle is recalling his ambassador, and he is taking inventory. For Damas, having loved this present world, has deserted me and gone to Thessalonica. Crescens has gone to Galatia, Titus to Dalmatia. There is much speculation about Demas. What we know for sure is what Paul actually wrote. Demas chose the present world in favor of the coming kingdom. He deserted Paul. He went to Thessalonica. One can draw a parallel of this scene. Jesus when facing persecution, found himself deserted by those closest to him. With Paul, there is one exception. Only Luke is with me. As a symbol of the fruit of Paul's ministry, his lone faithful companion is a Gentile. In the second half of verse 11, he is reminded of a personal story of forgiveness and redemption. Pick up Mark and bring him with you, for he is useful to me for service. At the beginning of his second missionary journey, you could not convince Paul to accept John Mark as a companion, much less as a servant. From Acts chapter 15, verses 36 to 40. After some days, Paul said to Barnabas, Let us return and visit the brethren in every city in which we proclaim the word of the Lord and see how they are. Barnabas wanted to take John, called Mark, along with them also. But Paul kept insisting that they should not take him along, who had deserted them in Pamphila and had not gone with them to the work. And there occurred such a sharp disagreement that they separated from one another, and Barnabas took Mark with him and sailed away to Cyprus. But Paul chose Silas, and left, being committed by the brethren to the grace of the Lord. Something happened between then and now. 
One suspects Paul involved himself in forgiveness. Mark has proven himself useful for service. Continuing in 2 Timothy with verse 13. When you come, bring the cloak which I left at Troas with Carpus, and the books, especially the parchments. Winter is coming, but Paul has more work to do. Another parallel circumstance, occurring some 15 centuries after Paul, is a reflection of the scene at Mamertine. I beg your lordship, and that by the Lord Jesus, that if I am to remain here through the winter, you will request the commissary to have the kindness to send me from the goods of mine which he has a warmer cap, for I suffer greatly from cold in the head, and am afflicted by a perpetual catar, which is much increased in this cell. And I ask to be allowed to have a lamp in the evening. It is indeed wearisome sitting alone in the dark. But most of all, I beg and beseech your clemency to be urgent with the commissary, that he will kindly permit me to have the Hebrew Bible, the Hebrew grammar, and Hebrew dictionary, that I may pass the time in that study. I will be patient abiding the will of God, to the glory of the grace of my Lord Jesus Christ. William Tyndale's letter was penned under similar circumstances. Tyndale was in prison, awaiting execution. His crime? Translating the Bible into English. If you stop and think about it, both Paul and William Tyndale were martyred for the same crime, potentially diminishing the power of Rome. The apostle completes his letter with his focus, as was his practice, on his Lord and Savior. First, he recognizes Jesus as the only true judge. From verse 14, Alexander the coppersmith did me much harm. The Lord will repay him according to his deeds. Next, Paul praises the Messiah for his faithfulness. Continuing in verse 16, at my first defense, no one supported me, but all deserted me. May it not be counted against them. But the Lord stood with me and strengthened me, so that through me the proclamation might be fully accomplished, and that all the Gentiles might hear. 
and I was rescued out of the lion's mouth. Paul's fellow apostle himself explains this last line in Peter's first epistle in chapter 5, verse 8. Be of sober spirit. Be on the alert. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. Continuing the thought, Paul extends his faith in Christ's protection. The Lord will rescue me from every evil deed and will bring me safely to his heavenly kingdom. To him be the glory forever and ever. Amen. It is my belief that Saul of Tarsus has an absolute knowledge of what awaits him. And his focus is not on his captors, nor his executioner. In verse 21, make every effort to come before winter. The apostle ends as he began, urging Timothy to come to Rome before the onset of winter. And finally, he concludes with a blessing, one that I share with you, dear reader or listener. The Lord be with your spirit. Grace be with you.